You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Greetings. This is R. Anthony, and I am your host. Welcome to Relationships and Chill. Um, Like I said, I'm your host, R. Anthony, and I'm also the fourth member of Jodeci. Actually, that was before, you know, actually I'm the fifth. They kicked me out the first time. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm also the 15th member of Wu-Tang, right? And uh, I just try to give great, great advice um, in regards to relationships, dating. If you're single, um, I want to offer some of the best relationship advice that you can get. If you're married hap- uh, and you want to be happily married, that's what we do. We um, offer the best uh, advice and information on how to get and keep and grow the relationships that you desire. Well, we our aim is to make relationships great again. Now I'm talking about the relationships that everybody wants to compare or say that this is how relationships should be. We want to aim for those types of relationships. Those are the ones that we believe that you can have. Anybody can have. We believe that. So we want to provide as the best type of information that we can, uh, which is honest and truthful dialogue, to kind of help you get into the uh, position to be able to to attract and to draw that type of relationship or that type of candidate or person that will um, be best suited to help you uh, move into that type of relationship. So that's what we're, our aim is here at Relationships and Chill, to give you a great uh, environment for some um, chill, relaxation, advice-ment. I had to put that, I don't know, but I had to put that on the end. Anyway, I wanted to introduce my very special um, co-host. Her name is Christina Lynn. Christina Lynn, tell everybody hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's going to be on, on pretty much all of the episodes. It'll be a few where it's just me or me and my wife and her or you know different people um that might be featured on here so but majority of the time it'll just be me and her on here um chopping it up and giving great advice and really is more of a conversational um blog where we are about podcast where we just talk about different things that we've experienced different ideologies different ways of uh different outlooks on how relationships should be or could be or experiences that we've had and just kind of sharing those things with with the people and also with each other because we're still learning too but the information that we do have we want to share or just compare notes and see what works and what doesn't work and go from there so we just shooting the breeze just shooting the breeze you can hear it in the background with the music right that's right so um let's start off with uh just basically introducing 
who you are, Christina Latrice, because okay. and I heard him um, yeah, her name brother, on here. As, is as you guys can can hear him say, Christina Latrice, that's my <laughs> AKA alias. Um, I represent Detroit, Michigan, three one three area code. Um, you know, I'm I'm a divorcee, um, mother of a eleven year old, and I'm currently in a relationship. Okay. Now, okay, so just tell us a little bit more about yourself, like, um, just your background, just how, how you came to be where you are right now in, in terms of, um, you said you were, a, you were a divorcee and, um, yes, sir. you were married before. How long were you married before? I was married for eight years. Okay. And, you know, um, one thing about marriage, you know, like you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, you're going to have highs and lows and all of that stuff in between, you know, um, if I knew then what I know now, um, that relationship would have certainly been able to be salvaged, I think. Okay. You know? So. Absolutely. Um, all right. So you were from Detroit. You were married before, divorced now, and the things yeah. that you know now. Let me ask you this. What do you think you would um, potentially have done? Just a few things that you would have done different before that you feel like, okay, I didn't do that. I should have did this. I would have changed my general attitude. I think, um, you know, people were um, dispensable, you know, like especially males, you know, because I had the attitude that, men were dogs relationships don't last you know um men aren't dependable um and um actually to, to tell your audience a little bit more about you and i as far as our relationship how we got to know each other um you taught you me our about audience. hold on you mean our audience not just mine because you're the co-host represent represent <laughs> let me claim that real quick everybody <laughs> yeah um but yeah you know we um you taught me that a whole lot of my ideologies came from my own daddy issues mm. and so and that's that's something i never 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 thought that i had you mm. know because i had such a strong mom who was very loving and very um, she was just so powerful. She was just such a powerful woman. And I felt like, oh, I don't, you know, I didn't need my dad. I didn't need to have a father around. I had more than enough through her, you know? Um, and you taught me something that it sort of changed my life actually on so many different, um, levels. And you're always teaching me, uh, Mr. R. Anthony, <laughs> you're always teaching me something that I can say is kind of life-changing or altering in some some way you know so um but yeah yeah you know I think I think uh for me you know now like the woman who I am today I would truly say that those ideologies are gone you mm. know okay. that attitude is gone okay so. <laughs> the attitude is gone that attitude is completely gone okay so I'm trying to um get a help people kind of understand the dynamic that we have um okay. and how things kind of started with us um in terms of how we got even to a point where we can have the in-depth um dialogue 
that we've had that makes that made you say okay or got you to a point where you can say okay i want to co-host with them oh i'll tell you quickly um we there was a level of honesty mm-hmm. that we both have maintained from the time we met that you don't really get from most relationships or most people mm-hmm. and um that level of honesty that gave me a complete faith and trust in any endeavor that you and I would wish to to undergo together you know um and the idea that you would even inquire of me um of being a host I'm like what a host (laughs) you know like wow I was just I was really really just overwhelmed and very grateful Mm -hmm. to have this opportunity right Absolutely. I mean, there's so much to cover because, I mean, we're going to be like doing a lot of episodes together where a lot of the stuff that, you know, can't really be introduced, um, so to speak. But, you know, right now we're just kind of briefly just kind of showing people or telling people who you are and, and right. why the dynamic of us works so well. And, and you know, don't judge it based on just this one thing. We just want to kind of give people a feel. But as yeah. the conversations and the the podcast goes along, you will see, like, it's absolutely amazing. When we dialogue, people just want to listen to what we have to talk about. That's right. And, and let me say this to the audience, too. Um, you know, for me, um, I, I have been very blessed to know you exist, not just the fact that you are my friend, you are my brother and you are my mentor. Um, that, that gave me a confidence mm-hmm. in knowing that I can have, um, you know, someone in my life who is like-minded mm-hmm. and who has the same kind of goals and they speak the truth and they know who they are Mm -hmm. that that gave me vision do you understand that gave me vision and that's vision i did not have before before again like i said one of my general attitudes was men are not dependable Mm. men are not honest Mm. men are you know like there were no quality relationships out there and there were no men um that you could choose to have them with like Mm. you know if you had a relationship there had to be something that would benefit you Mm. because they were going to let you down these are things that were in my psyche in my subconscious um and they were a part of the blueprint in my mind which caused more and more of the same type of man to enter into my life over and over again and it was you who showed me that you showed me that most of this was my way of thinking thereby allowing this type of person into Mm. my vortex or into my space um and that it changed my life it changed my life the the quality of men that would enter in from that point on were more of a standard you know like wait a minute like we on to something this thing really works Mm -hmm. so now thank you oh (laughs) listen whatever freely given i freely give but you kind of bring up some interesting points and the fact that our relationship has never been anything past, you know, Friends. just who you are, who I am. Okay. Then we moved into more of a brother sister 
That's right. You know what I mean? Like a brother sister relationship where we are now and have always That's been. my brother. That's right. And so, but you kind of bring up an interesting point that I, I've always kind of led my, most of the time led my life uh, by. Like, but let me ask you this. How important is a, is a male, um, in a, in a female, like a male that doesn't have anything, he doesn't want anything. He's not trying to take advantage or not trying to take nothing from you, but how important, because a lot of women tend to over, tend to, because I saw a post on Facebook and it was, it was saying that, would you wait for, if, if a man didn't want to be in a relationship at that moment and he wanted you to be a friend would you wait at least a year being in the friend zone for a man and you know most of the women said no they absolutely yeah they were like heck no like i ain't got time really yeah they was like i don't have time (laughs) to be uh waiting for no man and these were women over the question was posed to women over 35 what yeah Wow. So, but I want to know wow. how, how important is that? Like, how important is that to a woman um, who may not know that, you know, being a friend is important? Okay, I, I have to, to, to kind of chime in on this one because um, you, yeah, you know, you're not going to always be... Um, rolling around in the hay all day you know you know it's not going to always be that initial spark and oh my goodness i can't keep my hands off of this person Mm -hmm. there is going to be a time where you are laying next to that person and you want to hear their thoughts and you want to hear their dreams and their ambition and their goals and you want to learn about the heart of that human being and if my man wasn't my friend he wouldn't be my man. Mm. Period. Right. Period. Okay. So, but how? But how important is it to have men? Because you, you can't really have it both ways. In a sense, you can't say you want your best friend, but not actually mm-hmm. be someone's best friend. Mm-hmm. So you gotta go through the process of actually being someone's friend. But how important is that? Cause like our relation, I'm thinking, I'm basing it off our, our relationship. And had mm-hmm. things been different, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be where it wouldn't be as as valuable. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because exactly. it would have been ruined one way or another because exactly. expectations. Exactly. So how expectations impo- ruin relationships? Period. Though, if Absolutely. you really sit there and you think about it. Well, that's that's one of the topics we're going to definitely get into eventually Uh, because I got a whole lot to say on that. But um, (laughs) no, but I want to know from your perspective, how important is it for women to uh, to not have? Well, I guess at a certain age, the women have the expectation that if he ain't this, then he's wasting my time. I think we think too much. And I think sometimes we overthink and i think it is imperative that we sit back and we just practice allowing like so that we can see the real person kind of come forth i think when we're giving these demands up front this is what it has to be this is what we need well generally a man is going to do whatever he has to do in 
order to get whatever it is that he wants from you anyway. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so if you're putting it out there, hey, you know, I need for you to be my friend, like you putting it out there, then he's going to try to be what? Your friend. Your friend. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that you just have to stop looking, just stop looking mm -hmm. and just observe. Just right. sit back and observe. And I think when you do that, you allow people to be themselves. And when mm -hmm. you allow people to be themselves, they will show you who they are. Right. And you will get to choose. That's what I think. That's true. And, and that's easier said than done because people don't know how to not expect something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it's what they've been always doing. Um, they've always, I mean, people have always wanted whatever they want so you can have a want your desire is going to create an expectation so whatever you desire is going to create the desire to have and that desire to have something is going to make you basically look under every rock with the anticipation of finding it Absolutely. or the expectation of finding it and but but you can do that with a um with the object you can't do that right. with a person because people have the freedom to change on a day-to-day -day basis. So right. I could want to be your friend today, and then tomorrow, like, I'm, I don't want to be your friend anymore. That's right. So just the freedom to be able to choose as a human, it makes you kind of um, limit your expectations and just move into allowing and allow that person That's to be um, who and what they are every day. That's right. See, that's the difference. That's like right. people don't understand. It's a daily thing that you have to allow people to be, not just like, okay, this is how this person is, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow. But then when they change, now you end up being a little hurt because you didn't anticipate exactly. that person becoming somebody different. I think I think we too, um, in relationships as human beings, and I, I think it goes both ways with men as as well as with women that we we choose to give people power. Um, and and what I mean by that, by giving people power, um, you know, we allow for people and and the way that they choose to um, to feel about us or their own opinions of us to cause us to be either happy or sad and I think that's also a mistake hmm. I think it's a mistake I think that you know you have to just kind of practice allowing just allow people to be who they're going to be and if they are in love with you that's great if they're not in love with you that's great like everything is just you know it is what it is and it's okay to be whatever that is and and for us not to take such offense or for ego to take over and for us to feel like, you know, we're not valuable any longer because this person no longer is interested or whatever the case may be. I, I, I spoke with a young lady just recently and she was telling me how, you know, you know, one minute, you know, I was the most beautiful thing in the world to this guy. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was nothing. Mm. I was absolutely nothing. And there was no interest whatsoever in me. And I'm just so hurt. I'm just so lost. And I told her, I said, you gave that man your power. Mm. You don't give your power away. Now, what do you consider you allow. power? You just allow. It's going to be what it's going to be. And their opinion cannot sway you because you know who you are. Mm -hmm, Once mm -hmm. you you have, you get a grasp but, of who uh, you truly are. My question The magnificence you, that is just you. Well, how, how does she lose her power? What was her power to begin with? 
her power is her own self-love and her own self-worth her own self-value okay and she allowed herself to be devalued by this person because of how what his opinion was mm. of her and that is something that you know if 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 we have daughters i think that that's one of the the biggest things i would want to teach teach them is that it's okay to be rejected by someone mm. it's okay that doesn't change your value it doesn't change your worth it doesn't change your beauty your rarity it doesn't change the fact that you are a diamond right and you know i think that we allow for people's opinion especially males their opinion of us to literally cause us such discomfort that we begin to believe mm. that we're not worthy and well, that we're not rare and that we're not um, not beautiful or significant. And that is a serious problem, especially with women. Uh -huh. And I've seen it with men too. It's happened to them too. So it's, it's not just a woman's issue. Mm -hmm. It's primarily a woman's issue, but it's not just a woman's issue. So let me ask you this. Do you think um, that a lot of um, people that have those moments where they are, um, they feel like they're like their power is being taken away, right? Like they, uh, someone has said something that offends them or hurts their feelings. Mm -hmm. What I found is that a lot of people already have this internal, this internal belief system anyway. Mm -hmm. And because they know that it causes them to project that to the person or people. And they pick up on the things that are subconsciously uh, a target or subconsciously easy to to touch, the buttons to touch. Mm -hmm. And they say those things because they know they work. Right. So there has to be something internally, because I guess my thoughts about that is you can't take away something that was never there. Exactly. So if you don't have that belief that you are attractive or you're this or you're that, then if that person touches that thing that they know works for you, exactly, they're just touching that thing. They're not taking anything away. If oh, anything, now you're going deep. If anything, it was already um, a foregone conclusion. Something was already going on. You, you already got it. Happened. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it was yes, you happened. did, sir. So I'm trying to figure out how do you go about, um, well, two things. How do you go about not having those expectations for one thing? And the second thing, how do you go about not having expectations in the beginning? And then the next question I'm going to have for you is about how do you gain that power, the internal power? Wow. Very deep. Well, I, you know, I will say this, um, it is not easy you know for you know someone to change what has been internalized for a long time okay a lot of us aren't even aware of the things that we've internalized mm -hmm. um it could have been a boy in third grade who spat in your face or a third you know a boy in fifth grade who said she's prettier than you it could be you know someone like me where my father preferred my my brother over me um you know it could be it could be just something so simple as one day 
you know, looking at a Barbie doll and saying, I look nothing like that Barbie doll. It, you know, right. our triggers are our triggers, you know? So I think right. that that would be something that would vary from person to person as to how to heal. But, but what I can say is go back to self, always go back to self, start back at one. Don't point the finger at somebody else. Look in the mirror at yourself. Why am I hurting? Mm. Ask yourself questions. Why am I in pain? Why is this so significant? Why do I feel so lost? Why do I feel so rejected? It's so important to ask yourself questions because the question that, uh, you know, the question that you ask, there will always be an answer to it. And, and that also comes from within. And if you're quiet enough to listen, it'll come. Okay. The expectation, how do you limit your expectations as it relates to other people? I think you, you have to just go in like, you know what? Everything is as it should be. And just just go in it with the idea that like, this is a wonder, this is an experience. I am a human being having a experience and I have the opportunity to meet this person. Let's see what this person is all about. And, and just enjoy the ride. That's what this life is anyway. It's a ride. It is a ride. And hey, if, if it doesn't work out, you know what? There'll always be other fishes in the sea. But back to so internal the internal power, how do you how how would you say I'm gonna ask you that, how would you say a person can develop that internal strength, I guess you can call it, to where they're not easily shaken or easily rattled by what people people say because i think it starts obviously on the inside in terms of creating um value self-value mm -hmm. but that's hard that's hard harder saying because it's different for women and men yeah. and that's that's part of the problem that's going on nowadays because if a woman tries to emulate and compete with men then it's going to cause a um a shortage in what women do excellent and what women do exceptionally well that men cannot do or compete with trying to compete with men in what they consider to be strong is just a feminine version of what men do which kind of creates a, a problem um in relationships and and that's that's really where we want to um, move into is That's um right. what makes the internal power is the internal understanding of the power of masculinity and femininity and how they complement each other oh um see because if you become too masculine and this is what i've experienced with women trying to compete with men you it's hard to compete with a man so you have to change the narrative and the rules you have to society has to has to create um a sub man or feminine man in order to not because there's really no competition if a man really physically were stronger um so society has to make that obviously bad which it is a bad thing um as far as men doing physically to women but to 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 exhibit that that energy onto a man which is masculine just to say whatever you want to say and think that it's all good and not 
you know you you physically can be beat me you know what i mean but that creates a problem because now we're competing we're not mm -hmm. complimenting we're competing mm -hmm. and so that's kind of the topic that kind of a great topic i think it's a great topic actually and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it and i'm like you know that feminine and masculine energy thing is a serious problem especially among our community mm -hmm. um you know it's something that and and i've dealt with that like you know just oh I, you know oh i was just so proud of my disposition and mm -hmm. how much i make and what i do and you know up, 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 up. it's just this this competition this level of competition but what it was was you know my my spirit needed to be fed i needed to know who i was and mm. that my value or my power um did not come from my, the beauty that i possess or the education that i hold or the man that i have or you know the home that we live in um, which most of us most women value ourselves based upon those things mm. And I mean, men do my value came from something internal mm -hmm. that was eternal. And I needed to know that I needed to know that. And I needed to own that. Mm -hmm. And that was a way for me to find that internal power, that internal value that I lacked before, you now know, when you I dealt that? with my ex-husband. How did you gain that? It started with, um, you know, first, firstly, it was prayer. You know, the first thing was prayer. You know, I asked for answers. You know, um, I was in a, in a position of pain and sadness. I felt like a failure um, with my um, my marriage ending the way that it did. And I had questions, you know, so I spoke with the most high first, you know, and I believe that through me praying, he sent me you mm. and then I got answers from you through just simple dialogue. Actually, it would be just like this, you know, the simplest conversation. And it would be something that, you know, I would feel like he showed me through you. And then all of a sudden you begin to just speak and flow and speak and flow. And just about every time I spoke to you, you was feeding me something that I'd never had before in my life. Mm. And that changed me on the inside. It, it, it made me, um, firstly, to see someone that was your age with the wisdom and the honesty um, and the integrity um, that you lived with. It, it was shocking at your age. You know, this is a young, handsome, successful um, black man who is extraordinary and different you know i'm like wait a minute you know like okay and what you say like now i want to hear what you got to say i want to know what it is that you know you know mm. and and that's how our relationship came to really be to be honest it was just like what in the world did you like what like hold on wait a minute and and you were a face value person like what you saw was what you really got you know what i'm saying that's like the it best was way to be it was like not but but not in this day and age and certainly not this young you know it, it is that is a rarity and so i'm like okay wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute and then you know after a while you begin to talk to me about me and the the hurt that caused you know this demeanor you know or this way of thinking you know um 
and where the hurt came from because as we begin to open up about what's happened in our past experiences then more and more truth more and more light just begin to come mm -hmm. you know and that's 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 that would be the some of the greatest things that ever happened for me as a human being in my own personal spiritual expansion mm. that right there and that is why i'm here today that is exactly why i'm here today that's here you know i'm here because what i want to do is to let the ladies especially our viewers who are listening in know that everything that you say is the real deal and it's coming from your your heart real experience and with all honesty and i also want them to know that i was in positions just like they were mm -hmm. or just like they may be in right now mm -hmm. and i felt just like they did or just like they do right now mm -hmm. and that is no longer the case you know i have you know I'm, I'm constantly freeing myself i still have so many layers and layers but i'm constantly freeing myself up because truth is now in and i want that truth to be spread to as many people as we can possibly touch and so that's why relationships and chill exist <laughs> well i thank you <laughs> i listen it's been a journey and i appreciate all the sentiments and um but I mean, like you said, it, it just has to flow from a natural place and a, and a that's right. good place. That's right. And so that's, um, I mean, because I want to dig into that competitive spirit um, that exists. But I know it's going to take a few episodes to kind of really dig to where I want to dig into. Because yeah. personally, I've never had that Um I've never had that in a relationship where the woman feels she needs to compete with me. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of it, most women feel that they could be a better man than the man they chose. Oh, yeah. But that, and I huge. guarantee you. Now, no, let no, me say this. Hold on. Let me say, that, let me say that again, because that was huge. Most women get wow. with guys and eventually either initially or eventually believe that they are a better man than the man they chose <laughs> that's horrible that's a horrible wow. position to be in that's like you getting with a man and that man is saying i'm a better woman than you wow <laughs> wow 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 i'm just oh now, wow now wouldn't that be peculiar <laughs> <laughs> You already know about what he about. Slapped across the head. You know what he about. You better get rid of him immediately because uh, he gonna have a boyfriend somewhere. Take my word. <laughs> he gonna have him a boyfriend. But I've never had that experience with a woman because a woman doesn't feel the need to compete with me because there's no competition. Like you can't outman me at something I've been doing my whole life. Right. So, but I'm gonna put you as a woman in a position to understand your value as the woman because i'm i have to first <laughs> what i what i like to call it is i like to call it uh me orientation right so i have to put the woman through an orientation process so she knows who she's dealing with right and then from there you know we move forward 
because without her understanding that this relationship is going to be based off of you're going to I'm going to lead I'm going to be the leader there's no question I am the leader of this relationship if you right. don't like that then you got to go but most men don't do that for women they allow women to lead from the gate you're an alpha though like that would never happen with an alpha anyway like but, they don't that's true they but, don't give up position that's true they but never women, give up position but women um don't really know what an alpha is in the sense mm-hmm. that they only look at the exterior what he has and mm-hmm. those types of things but the alpha really comes in the personality and the conversation that's Absolutely. where a woman can grow she can't grow from just a man's physical um you know like um he has a nice car nice house money right. credit that stuff is good but that stuff is like it's like just something you can do you can learn how to do all that stuff right. and never That's progress right. in the in a good relationship because you got guys who have a lot of money got everything people can imagine but they don't have good relationships that's right and i and i I do want to say something about that competitive mentality i I, like i did not want to lose that because you know now there are women who are very competitive and it's going to be blatant it's going to be boom in your face but then there are also competitive women that are very discreet and subtle and you may not be able to catch the competition you may not even know you can catch it you can catch it if you know what you're doing well if you you know what you're doing now if you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to watch the I'm not talking about subtle. you, Mr. R. Anthony. I'm huh? talking about somebody else who oh, don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I don't deal with them all. The slow and the slick. <laughs> I don't deal with, I don't deal with them all, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't get it past me. Like, it, you got to be amazing to get it past me, but yeah. I ain't ran across yeah, that. Because right. when I bring my wife on, if I haven't already, because we're recording, I'm not, you know, but anyway. But when I bring my wife on, you will see mm-hmm. how it works. Because right. this is how the previous relationships were. The man was the head of the house. He was That's the right. leader. There was no question about that. And not no saying question. that women or w- that woman doesn't have power. Because what I've, what I've noticed about a woman that's attached to a man that's in his rightful position is other women start coming to her for advice. Oh, yeah. They'll start coming to her because they notice something about her. There's something that's secure internally about that woman, and they'll want to know, what do you know? But it's stemming from that man. That man's uh, internal uh, stability is, is is trickling down to the wife or to the woman, and then those other women are picking up on that masculine energy that they're not getting. And they want that, and they're they're looking to that woman that is surrounded by the or the, the, that's under the right type of male leadership, and they're going right. to that woman. That's been how it's always been. That's right. So, but that's um, right. but it is it's the same kind of thing. Like an alpha male kind of leaves his scent um, mm-hmm. upon his woman, and we smell it out like you know like we don't got to know that much of a intimate detail into a woman's life to know that they got an alpha like Mm. it's not it doesn't take take much at all um and you know just like you said like women you know we will talk to other women we will you know i like the fact that we you know we're more talkative or 
you know, communicative, um, I'll say vocally mm. than men are. Um, so, I mean, we'll get to the nitty gritty real quick, mm -hmm. like real quick. So, you know, um, and, and I love that about us. Um, I really do. I love that about women. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, though, I think we get to we get to a place where we think, okay, well, you know, I may never be able to have this. And then that's when, like, you know, some of us get into that envious thing. I never understood that in terms of what thing in my life. Um, like envy in terms of what? Envying, like, it could be just envying the fact that somebody's in love. I've got somebody right now that, um, that actually told me that they envied the fact that I was in love. Mm. Or what is their current what is their current relationship status no relationship status mm. see you should have told her to come and listen to relationships and chill <laughs> exactly because <laughs> we're gonna get them on track but that's why we're here that's, that's why, why we're, we're here. here we're here because you know at the end of the day people with no relationship at all they are single one you know those who are single wanting a relationship that's what i'll say can work on themselves for that relationship to come absolutely yeah. but but the <laughs> the reason why they are in their position is because they haven't worked on themselves exactly um, now they don't tell that to the person who asked oh, me the can, question shoot, about. i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna tell them because it's the truth for one thing and it's it the is. only thing that's going to work for them because right. you got to get tired of blaming everybody else for exactly. your current status um at some point you gotta say everybody all these i'm i'm either horrible at choosing guys mm -hmm. or, <laughs> or i don't know something exactly you know, I don't, like I don't i'm know not something. getting picked for a reason like her issue is i'm not getting picked why am i not getting picked okay and you know now what is it in you the same that that you can't be picked or that well, you're not the going fact to that she's picked. saying that shows what's going on internally exactly that's the internal exactly. dialogue exactly. did she say that to you oh yeah exactly okay. that's exactly what she said you know and and we've had several conversations in regards to this this is not just like the first time she's ever said anything on mm. that um order um she's very direct She's very, you know, like she's just she's kind of in, in in your face. But that's and, probably um, that's probably a result of being, um, I guess treated a certain kind of way. She right. feels like I that's don't want right. to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time. Right. I don't wait. And and being so tired of being so hurt. Exactly. So maliciously, and viciously hurt by so many different people in so many different, really really terrible ways, you know. Um, but then again. You know, this is is this is an internal dialogue that's causing that magnetizing of those events that are so similar and so hurtful, you know, um, and that's, you know, again, that mirror work. Remember what we were talking about earlier, how we have to, you know, we can't point the finger. We have to go within and see what's going on. Like, what's what's the actual root? Mm -hmm. You know, remember when you came to me and you, you said, you know, you have to forgive your father. Mm -hmm. you have to forgive your father you know and i'm like i already forgave my father what are you talking about i forgave my father a long time ago blah 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 you know this is what i did and you was like you have not forgiven him and this is this is the you know this is the result 
of that unforgiveness and you must forgive him. And I'll never forget that to this day. And I did. And when I fully forgave my father, I felt it. I felt it all in my soul. I mm-hmm. knew I forgave my father. I mean, because if not, you transfer that energy to um, your sons, your children, your offspring. And not only to that, but to any male that you have any type of admiration for. Because that's usually how it's supposed to work. The, fir- the man is both the but mainly the little girl's first admiration of a male species or figure and so if the first is corrupted by you by your ideology then the rest of them are going to be somewhat similar yeah exactly it just follows it's going to follow the same suit that's right that's right so i mean there's so much to touch on we we got so much work to do because But as you can see, some of the things that we'll be touching on will deal with these issues. They'll deal with the issues of why people are attracting same patterns of relationship issues over and over and over again. And we want to dig into those things Um, because you can only patch up things for so long and and sweep it under the rug and act like it doesn't, doesn't exist. Like why you're having problems with men or boys, as you know, most women would call them is because you don't know how to, you've never seen a man. So how are you going to choose and know what a man looks like? Obviously you don't because you keep choosing the same thing that you say you don't want. Exactly. So you don't, you, you, you really don't know something. And, but a lot of relationship advice people, they'll just tell you, you know what you already know like you just tired of guys wasting your time you're tired of this uh you don't you don't want to just have sex with guys on the first month or three months or whatever like you know the stuff you you know that stuff you know you shouldn't be doing certain things i mean it's it's up to you like nobody's forcing you to do to do whatever you're doing but you got to make um conscious decisions on how you gotta have a better understanding on how to make conscious decisions better, okay. because they will affect every decision that you make or we make right now is affecting who we will eventually attract into our lives. Whether it doesn't just have to be romantic relationships, it could be good friends in the future or allies or people at work that um, could potentially help you progress in your in your uh, current occupation. Right. And it all depends on what you're doing right now. That will uh, push you in either direction, in a direction that will put you in a position to progress or to stay the same. But most people are making decisions right now that are keeping them in a loophole because they haven't actually followed through. And they just keep hearing the same things that basically confirm what they have always been doing. So that's what we won't be doing. We will not just be telling people what they already know or what makes them feel good. Like we're gonna tell them the truth. The truth. That's right. Because that's the and only that's way how it's you gonna came work. To me, because I'm I'm your friend, and you you came to me with truth, truth that hurt, mm-hmm. that did not feel very good, but it was the truth, and it set me free. And that is why we're here. We're here to be real friends. It didn't set you free. It didn't set you free. It made you free. Yes, it did. 
it made you free. There's a huge difference between set free and being made free. Oh, talk to me. Okay. You can be in jail or in prison for mm -hmm. 50 years. Your mentality is still, even if you got set free, uh, your mentality is still in jail. In jail. Even though gotcha. you're free, you've been set free. Gotcha. But your mentality is still trapped in where you were before. Exactly. Okay. So you could, you're a free man or free woman, but you're still mentally conditioned to be in jail. Now, what what happens when you when you're made free? Meaning, like your whole makeup becomes a free individual. Like you're a person that makes decisions based on truth and truth creates the freedom yes, yes sir. you're able to yes. see clear with truth yes, so truth then becomes your tool that's right and that's what makes you free because now yes. you're living by the thing that freed you Absolutely. so that's the difference between being made free and being set free that's a super huge difference Huge, and huge. when I understand, when I understood that, and 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 started switching up, because it's uh, what people, what you guys are gonna learn, is it's not like the big things; it's the small things, the small little tweaks in vocabulary, the small little, it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. It's the small things that uh, cause the problem. It's not these gosh. big, huge things. If you look at it, you don't become overweight. You don't. Uh, get out of That's shape right. in one day right. it's a progressive right. little by little eating this and eating a little bit of that's that right. eating a little bit of that that's what that's causes right. you to get to that place and that's the same right. thing i mean nobody just wakes up and does whatever it's little by little that's you true. become and that's the truth. little by little so that's right as people will see, it's a small little changes in vocabulary and the way of thinking. A little shift here, a little difference there, a little tweak there. And then next thing you know, your reality will be different. It Completely changes. Different. That's right. So. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Because we're going to be spinning some hot, fly, hot fire flames. You know what I mean? We're going to be really um, helping people. Because that's what we do. I help people, right. man. You be everywhere I go, for the most part, man. Unless I'm just not trying to be bothered by people. People will mm -hmm. absolutely come up and start. I don't know. We just have conversations, and mm -hmm. next thing you know, because what I start, what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. I know this. This episode is literally about you, but I have to say this because what I do now is I I allow people to just express everything they want to get off their chest. When I first meet somebody, if I don't know you, I won't really say anything. Right. So I'll let you express, 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 and talk and talk and talk. Now, if I hear you say something that's not true, I'm going to correct you. I'm going to mm -hmm. say something. But for the most part, I don't really, I'm not really a talker in real life. Like in reality, mm -hmm. if I just meet you, I don't really talk much. I really like ask questions. I do re really, I do interviews. I interview like everyone yeah. that I meet. But eventually, if that person is listening long enough, that whole thing will switch over. That's like, right. Now they don't, 
they really can't really say much. Not really, they can't. But they want to listen now. Mm-hmm. But I, I've learned that in most relationships, we try to do that. We try to talk, 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 and establish ourselves as this. I'm this. I'm that. And I mean, it's because <laughs> then you got to talk about like to your friends. Now you you're something else. But in your relationships, you're um to your friends in the. Let me say this. To your friends in a relationship, you're a strong black woman. You don't take no mess. Whoop de woo, whoop de woo. But then <laughs> in the relationship, you crying every night, oh, taking them back. Uh, <laughs> lonely. <laughs> taking them back. Taking them back again and Compromising. again. Compromising. Compromising. <laughs> Say you doing, you ain't going to do that. And you find yourself doing it. Ignoring stuff you never thought you would ignore. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so how strong really are you? And what do you just? How do you define strength as a as a woman? You could leave a comment on uh, on the page because there are ways to leave comments on the page. So you could leave a voicemail on there. But I want to know here. I want to hear some of you guys' thoughts. Like how do how do you as a woman determine that you're strong? good i want to know i want to know how a woman determines that she's strong is it because she pays all the bills on her own she does takes care of her kids on her own she supports a household on her own because realistically you're not supposed to on your own as no, a woman i don't think you should but in my household i run the household so the burden I don't have to say I'm a strong man to my woman. I, this is what I'm designed to do. This is just what you do. She's not designed to do it like me. Like she can't even compete with my work. Like my work That's ethic it. is not even close. Now she's a hardworking woman. She could outwork any man, most men that I know. But because because I know what I I'm the leader, so I'm seeing right. further ahead than what she's seeing. That's right. So she can't outwork me because I'm I'm going for the point where I don't have to work exactly. and beyond. Now, she can she obviously contributes. And there's, there's a difference between contributing and um, like she contributes, but I provide. Exactly. There's a difference. I'm the oh, provider wow. of this house. She's a contributor. Ooh. That's another topic, isn't it? Oh, man, we're going to get into that one. My goodness. But most women, no, I only only said that because, and that actually is a topic that I want to touch on on another podcast. But most women actually, um, that's the problem. And I'm kind of coming back around because that's the problem with trying to compete with a man. Um, it comes back to design, right? I'm designed to provide. Unless I'm being lazy, mm. but I'm designed to provide. You're designed to contribute. Um, when Adam was created, he was created to be the provider. He was created to do a task, which was to work. The woman came afterwards designed to contribute or to help. If I can lift the couch by myself, I don't need a helper. It's only when I'm not strong enough to lift that I need help. Right. But the help is not going to do it all. The help is supposed to 
supposed to provide an extra hand, an extra effort into what's already being done. Mm-hmm. So if a woman is already doing, then she, the only way she can help is if a man is doing more. Right. But if he's doing less, he's actually her help me. And that's not where the woman was. De- that's not what a man was designed to do. And that's not what a woman was designed to do. Because now she's designed. She's actually putting herself as provider. That's out of order. And that's out of order. That's right. So now you have a conflict. Now you have a problem. Because internally, the nature of the woman is going to cause her to question. That's how it mm-hmm. starts off first. Question. Now what kind of man are you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to cause her to be angry. Mm-hmm. Which then, that's what I was going back to. Uh, if you know, or if a woman gets to a place to where she feels she's a better man than you as a man, mm-hmm. then it's mm-hmm. over. That's so right. If a woman is providing for you, there you have it. Eventually, she will believe she's a better man than you. And eventually wow. that relationship will run its course and it will be absolutely over. Wow. Because wow. it's designed. It's like internal nature that it only works a certain way. Now, of course, it can work. You know, there are variables to it. But generally speaking, this is how it works. Mm. Now, you have like different cultures that mix in. But, eh, you know. But generally, every other culture, from the Asian culture to the Indian, everybody else makes it work where the man is the provider. He's the hunter. He's the one that goes out into the field and kills whatever it is they're hunting. That's right. You don't see a tribe of women really doing that, where the women go out and they kill the whatever they're eating, the antelope or whatever. Mm -hmm. It don't really happen like that. Mm. So, but that's right. <laughs> so, wow, I, uh, no, so this far, is... so good. But this, I mean, I think, um, I think we pretty much covered as much as we could. But so, you decided, you, I think you answered that question. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything. Is there anything you want to, um, add? Um, I just want to tell tell the viewers, you know, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, learn how to love yourself. You know, that is going to lead you to some of the greatest experiences this life has to offer. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add to any of the stuff we talked about? That's pretty much it. I mean, we really, you know, we really, really covered it. I really enjoyed this segment thank you so much for having me absolutely no you're on here i mean you're not going anywhere so yeah, don't... But i'm gonna still say thank you <laughs> <laughs> you got like you about to leave like you just popping in you here player I'll you be, listen hey, i'll be back tomorrow <laughs> yeah, you'll be back that's okay another hey. quello hey another quello right. but no yes, i mean I'm um right. yeah i'm not. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, she's on here permanently don't don't get it twisted yeah. she's on like 90 percent of the episodes so, so excited, there's only y'all. a few of them that she won't be on hey. but um <laughs> at the end of the day this is my player my partner my natural partner right. christina yes. latrice and she's gonna be you see you see she has that feeling right this this let me let me let me paint the picture for 
for y'all <laughs> about my partner, my natural partner, Christina yeah. Latrice, aka Christina Lynn. That's her official name, but I call her Christina <laughs> Latrice. I made that up on my own. It's not her middle name is not really Latrice. I just kind of threw that in. It just flowed good. But um, let me tell y'all something about this Christina <laughs> Latrice young lady, right now. She's she has that nurturing thing down to a science. Like she she'll make you feel good. It's kind of like don't take this the wrong way, but it's kind of like your grandma. Like when you know when yeah. you when your mom whoop you and then you go to your grandma house and your grandma consoles you and she give you cookies like, and make you feel things. good. Yeah, she make you feel good. She like she like that. She like the grandma that make you feel good that you want to go over. She got the tin with candies in it. And got uh, yeah. cookies baked in the oven, and yeah. like she's like that. <laughs> like that's how she is internally. She's that warmth, <laughs> and that's why it's such a good balance. Because I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the daggers, and she's gonna oh, yeah. like butter you up and make you feel good no in a way <laughs> that's not like contradictory, mm-hmm. but it's like a softer, more nurturer. Um, you know how your grandma be like, you know what, baby, you shouldn't have been doing that then. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's you. But I'm going to give you a cookie. Yeah, I'm going to give you a cookie, though. But you shouldn't have been doing that. You you know better than that. So you like, she like that. She like that kind of grandma. That's me. But I'm like the guy who's like, you know, I don't want to come down to that school. If I come down to that school, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. And then I have to come down to that school. It's a problem. <laughs> And then you go over to your grandma house, which is just right actually on this podcast. Right. And like, she. Why weren't you listening to your cookie? <laughs> now eat this cookie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Precisely. So I know my eyes are bloodshot red, my dog in the background. <laughs> but um, I think that's going to um, do it for this episode. You guys can catch us on. Um, the various social medias but this has been relationships and chill i am your host r anthony and i'm your co-host christina latrice this has been relationships and chill and we are out peace peace thanks for listening to relationships and chill for more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.